Good day, everyone on the Suffolk Ram. Skazius. Welcome to episode 201, 201 of the Ram Nerds podcast. Mate. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> We've come through the other side. I know. I know. And now the long march to episode 300. Yay, 300. Boo. Which we'll get in about oh. four years' time. What are we going to do for 300? Let's prepare now so that we can be do. ready for the disappointment well, in 300. we've done Korea. We couldn't do Chernobyl because of bloody Russia. Putin ruined all our plans. Yeah, it's always um, the way. International Space Station? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. That, but knowing our luck, that'll accidentally re-engine into orbit and burnt up by the time we get there. <laughs> well, that's why I said let's prep now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wherever we plan to go... We're going to be doing so. That gives us four years to sort the astronaut training out. I'll book us a set. I'll book us a session on the vomit comet. And we'll Fancy, do, I can't uh, wait. I'm not sure what you need to do to be an astronaut. You, you need to. Um, so you need to be fairly intelligent. You need quite. You need to be very intelligent. You need to have good dexterity, quite fit, um, able to hold your breath for a long time in case you know things happen. Um, but I think we tick all those boxes, Skaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all four of those peak physical condition, yeah. incredibly we intelligent. May, <laughs> we may be able to squeeze through and perhaps the Chinese space program. <laughs> no, mate, I, I think their standards are a bit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think their capsules are usually short? They'll be like, wait, wait, you guys want to be chinese astronauts well yeah. we're not chinese clearly i mean we tower of you guys by about but i like your feet. food i really like your food i have your food nearly every week so we have uh, bastardized first... versions of chinese food exactly. so i'm practically uh, chinese right <laughs> exactly exactly you know loads of the stuff in my house is made in china so i'm practically yeah, chinese yeah, right yeah yeah we yeah we, we as you say we live in predominantly chinese made properties so there you go <laughs> yeah there you go you know all hell pooh bear it's great um, <laughs> you definitely ain't getting in now. <laughs> ah, things will change by then. Things will. He have says, "Is like is is like eyes oh, are darting back and forth." He's like, "Oh no, <laughs> damn it!" <laughs> well, who else has got a space program? We might be out of borrow. Well, we could have used rushes in the past, but you know, not a good idea at the moment. Um, Europe has a space program, but they are like America; they have things called standards, which is really annoying. India, yeah. India. <laughs> I mean, when they fire tennis balls into the sky? No, they fire rockets. I mean, we used to own the country, so might be able to negotiate with that one. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Now that Queenie's gone, I don't know if we've got really. We haven't yeah. really got a lot going on for us right yeah. now. Did you Did you watch it? No, I did not. Uh, I'm not very British. No, I believe it or not, I watched near enough the entire thing. I was very surprised oh. myself. I wasn't. Surprised. How did it go? It was. She didn't very, open up the lid and go surprise. No, it was very interesting. Um, I mean, one thing the British are good at is pomp and circumstance. We are very good at putting on a show. We are really yeah. good. I mean, I mean, their march bit where they marched somewhere in London that took bloody forever. Come sure they're somewhere in London. Jesus fucking Christ! See, it was at Westminster. Went to Windsor Castle. I had to go on Google Maps to find out where those two were in relation to each other. But Westminster was where, like, she had, like, her own, like, the state funeral. Then Winter Castle was where they have, like, sort of the non-plebby funeral. So, but, yeah, she got marched. They got, it was, it was, it was amazing. I didn't realise how many different branches of the armed forces we had. 
and how and they had that they marched themselves along and it all and it all went apart from one guy dropping his paperwork it all went off without a hitch it was very impressive no sorry he's got to go out of the tower execution oh right he's there. not been since since He's not oh, been since it was a bishop good. somewhere, but he he dropped his paper before the um before the um cart in front of the coffin had to pick it up. But he's not been since since, so I'm assuming he's already dead. Disappointment. Or he's been shipped to Australia, one or the other. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah, still a thing or not. But we, we, no, we I wasn't about to say. I'm sure we still do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they we ship we ship convicts. They send back bar staff. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. So yeah, so he's off to so yeah he's gone he's dead. Um, but yeah, and I I, I tell you what I felt for the poor guys the poor bearers because the coffin is lead lined to Damn. keep it still. Yeah, and that, that's, that's going to be a hell of a. Even, what were they like? Were they all like six foot two, built like brick shit houses, like buff as fuck? They're all the same height. They had to be the same height, I think. Because I suppose we both lifters, but there's like eight in them. One, but they go up like a set of steps, and it's quite a steep angle. I was watching, think, oh god, this is where they'll drop her. This is where oh, they'll just. Mate. This, but no, they had a guy behind holding it up. But oh, oh, I felt sorry for their poor shoulders. Mate, I'm telling you, like, were they triangle shaped? Were they like barbarians, like <laughs> I, walking I, her up there? No, no, they were. Because I can't think of many very in shape British people lifting that lead ass coffin. <laughs> yeah, no, they were. Well, these are the these are military people, so you know they they're ones who actually have got some Mate, degree of fitness. I know, to... I know many of people in the fucking military. That does not mean they're in good shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we're they not might talk... have been when they had to get through the door. <laughs> yeah, but these are these are like ones who might actually go fight. They're not the ones who go sit around submarines all day. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you mean I mean, I, admittedly, in a submarine, there's probably not a lot of space to get so fit. You know, I mean, you could do of, some. Uh, maybe, you can't. Uh, you can't go swimming, can you? So. <laughs> Fucking, you could try. <laughs> what happened? Well, he wanted to go for a quick sloosh, and uh, so we put him in the top. Yeah, so we put him in the old torpedo team and set him out there, and off he went. And yeah. that was the last we saw of him. Yeah. Like, excellent. Excellent. Good. Good. Off to Australia, you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He. But that's where he's heading at the moment. He. He'll eventually. He, yeah. He's. He's killing the, the Gulf Stream. He'll get there eventually. We were. We were hoping that he was prepped for the old astronaut program, so we can hold his breath a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The pressure is a bit of a problem because we were a hundred feet under the water, but we it's think not he might my make problem. It. <laughs> we think he it's might. Not make my problem. It, yeah. You said when he's in space, things might happen, so he needs to better hold his breath. <laughs> I'm sure he can handle the crushing, fucking pressures of the deep. All right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's. Is it what well, I think it's one atmosphere of pressure for every ten feet you go down? I think that's that's gonna suck. Yeah, so that's like you're basically being that's like being underneath something that weighs like two hundred odd kilos or two hundred odd um, pounds. Yeah, it's a uh, per square inch. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So that's... what you're saying is you've just been sat on by an American fatbird. Well, no? several of them. No. PSI. Clearly... PSI per square no, inch. No. No, 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 no. You've not seen the average fat bird in heels. I have, have but honestly, you need lots of them. Even Americans? Oh, yeah. I don't believe you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they are. They're like the sort of like the terabytes of the sort of fat world in terms of like S2. <laughs> but, you know, whereas, whereas, we're, still, we're still in the gigabyte territory over here. But, you know. <laughs> we're talking petters. We need petters to equate to that fucking. Yeah, yeah. So. Have you st- Fair enough. So, are you still platooning scares then? Ugh. Ugh. No. 
No. After 15 after 15 hours today is the Splatfest. After 15 hours on launch day, I played a couple of hours since launch. Uh I've done what maybe an hour or so today for the Splatfest. I was like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no. It hasn't changed enough. The levels still suck because the levels are still on a, a two set rotation. So you get two levels for um the Splatfest, and then every like half hour or something, or every hour they rotate for another two levels. But if they're shit levels, they're shit levels, and you just have to play those same two maps over and over and over and over again. And it's just not not ideal. Um, that might take hours and hours and hours to get to a map that you actually like. And it seems like every time I've gone in for my rotation, it's been maps I don't like. Mm. So, this is the fundamental issue with any sort of sequel to a a multiplayer game. If you don't change it, people are like, well, "What's the point? I must well play the old one." If you do change it, everyone goes, "What the fuck are you doing? You changed the game." Well, the trouble it's, is, the maps the maps aren't even particularly new either. Yeah, the 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 maps that are there kind of suck, and we're we're waiting for some of the bigger, better, more exciting. They're just these aren't fun, and Splatoon isn't known for solid weapon balance but it, it's it's becoming very clear that uh some weapons you might as well just put in the bin um if you if you if you want to actually play and be competitive uh so mm. no i'll wait for i'll wait for some patches i'll play for the Splatfest, but I, I don't see myself playing at the moment not too much you won't be dumping as many hours into this one as you did the previous ones no i, I to be honest with you i think it hasn't changed enough for it to to be for it to warrant that extra time to be fair i played a lot of splatoon 1 i played a lot of splatoon 2 uh i played as i said i played through the entire story of splatoon 3 the entire story mode one sitting no problem that was pretty it was all right the the end boss was shite but the levels were okay um but no just the the competitive mode just isn't as fun they have done some nice quality of life stuff but the balance is still shite mm in my opinion. Um, so, maybe if I get some more gear, no. uh, you know, level up my guns and that, maybe it'll be a bit more fun. But right now as well, trying to get a hold of a group, like a group of your actual mates, and the servers are being hammered right now too. So every 15 seconds you get booted from a match. So, uh, not not ideal. Not ideal. No. I suppose the other issue is, I suppose the other thing is it, what will drive people to Splatoon 3 is the fact that the Splatoon won't be getting, it's unlikely to get any more updates or anything anymore and eventually will be switched off. Yeah. So the only... If you want to, if you enjoy Splatooning, this is your only option, really, is to switch over. Yeah, well, I mean, it is. it was one of the... I think it might actually be the fastest-selling Nintendo Switch game in Japan. I believe ever. you're right. I believe I saw that. And the, I believe I saw, um, so so it's, it's doing well, just... I don't know. Or it might just be... Like I said, it's just because I've played so much of the other two... Um, it is still a good game. I still recommend people playing it, but I've really, really, really... I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Nintendo, fix your fucking servers and we'll talk. Mm. Fix the servers for online play and we'll talk. They are dog shit. You get disconnected constantly. Fucking ping is all over the place. So all of a sudden, you like you miss someone, they die. Someone misses you, you die. It's like... 
how did they kill me so fast? They missed majority of the shots, but it was still registering as hits. Yeah. On the on the surface, just no. Yeah. Um, and it's... every time someone disconnects from the match, everyone gets disconnected from the match. Matchmaking today has been taking nearly two or three minutes per match to get into a match, and a match is only you know two or three minutes to go. Um, so there's a lot of downtime. I suppose also it's okay. I mean, I, I, mean, I suppose a part of it is the fact that obviously um, if it has become like the biggest selling game ever that they probably, they probably didn't estimate it was going to be that big so they're now probably scrambling to get servers online I think it might actually be peer to peer you know really? yeah I don't think Nintendo are all that into investing in their online stuff at all I mean they're they're using jank delay based netcode in most stuff it's fucking atrocious uh, the stuff that we're paying for for Nintendo Online is the exact same stuff that was free for the first year of the Nintendo Switch release. They haven't changed it at all. Mm. At all. You're just paying for it now. They give you some NES games or some Super Nintendo games or some shit like that. It's like, what else do I get? You know? Server-side stability would be nice. You know, decent netcode would be nice. Yeah, Nintendo not shitting over everyone when they try and play the games online would be nice. You know, um, give us a tournament mode, give us uh, ladders built into the game, but they don't they don't do any of that. So they've done the absolute bare minimum yet again to get a game online. Um, it is it's it is fun, but just it could be better. It could be so much better. Mm. <sighs> Oh. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, I'm playing something fun. Are you? Uh, yes. You better carry this, man, because I've done nothing. Well, <laughs> let me... We're going to get to talk about Nictopia 6. Oh, God. In the game, Timberborn. Now, I got an advertisement for that in Steam recently. Like, that was on sale or something? Uh, yeah, um, I know you did, because you, I saw I got added to your wish list about two years after I started playing. It got added to your wish list. So oh, thought, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, has he seen me playing it on, or has it popped up on his Steam thing and told well, him? I didn't even look at it. I just, oh, yeah, look, any game it recommends to me, any game it recommends to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just add that to my wish list, and if it goes on sale, I'll, I'll pick it up. And this is why you've got many, many games you hate. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that, that could be the case. I mean, my wish list is almost as big as my Steam library at this point. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, I think if you combine the two, it's about 3,000 games. Oh, fucking hell. So, hey, I'm, I'm working my way through them. I've got a Steam Deck now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, slowly but surely. Um, yeah. So, Timboard, it's a, um, it's a, a city-building game, sort of, but it's set in the far future after humanity is long since gone. We've gone extinct. We kill ourselves off. Um We've boiled half the water off the planet because they actually make reference to the fact that there's only a third of the planet's only covered in a third of water. So we've boiled away half of it. We've basically killed ourselves out. So the game is set when a new civilization starts to come by, and these civilization is beavers. The beavers fucking have took beavers. Fucking beavers have took. That's the timberborn beavers. They have risen up to start. Their Not who I thought would take our place, but <laughs> who are you banking on? Uh, cockroaches. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think cockroaches are too simple. I think rats have got a good chance of taking over. I like rats. Rats yeah. are cool. Yeah, we, I mean, we, in, in that's, fairness, that's the... mainly because I like Skaven. Yeah, yeah. 
They should take over. They're really cute. Even when they're trying to eat your face, they're really cute. I've told you how the sheep have took over on the farm. Oh wow! We had some sheep. We had some sheep in one of our pack, which we were behind a fence, and they kept breaking out of said fence. So we put behind a stronger fence, and they kept getting out. We kept chasing them back in. And I went up there the other day, and there's gates across the driveway. I drove in, and I, well, I said, "Why are the gates across the driveway?" He goes, "The sheep. I've given up trying to keep in. They can do what they want." So, so they said they they get out. They know where they're going. They know where the places. The fence is them to go in the road. So basically, yeah, the sheep have successfully overtake overthrown the farm at the moment. So we're waiting for the animal farm situation to start building up at the moment. <laughs> Luckily, the pigs haven't got there yet, so we're alright at the moment. Not yet. Not yet. So that just but, reminds me of every time we, every time I think of animal farm, I just think of tooth and tail. Yes, tooth and tail. I never finished that. Nor I did I. It. Nor did I. It's a great game, but I never finished it. Very good game. Very difficult game, I found, but I might have the mind for it. <laughs> I'm not very good at not I'm, getting into that space program, are we? Uh, no. <laughs> you imagine that prerequisite, complete tooth and tail. Yeah, right. It's your toughest challenge yet. You've, you've shown that you can rebuild a rebuild Hubble Space Telescope blindfolded. Well done. You got that one. You've completed like 4D international maths quiz. Yet yeah, good. Now, load up steam. What? Get steam up, right? Oh, they load must have gone for Kerbal Space Program. We can yeah, handle that. Yeah, like it is. Like, load up tooth and tail. Huh? What? What? Right, you have ten hours of completion. Ah! Well, we're done. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to Tim Borne. Tim Borne. So you're 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 basically a society of beavers, and it's just, and it's basically you have your little beaver colony. You start off with one little place, and you have to basically build your colony. I think you start with like ten beavers. I think you start with. I want to say maybe less than that. Maybe not less than that. And you have to um, uh, basically build the le- the levels of oh, aren't the pre done the levels, but you have to basically build obviously infrastructure. So you build like um, water pumps to pump water from the local rivers. Because the sort of like the the one of its all big sort of twists of the game is that droughts happen fairly regularly, and all yeah, water sources yeah, dry. Yeah, we fucked up. We fucked up the, the the water. These are incredibly intelligent beavers. Do any of them wear lab coats? They, yes, yes, you can have beavers do beaver sirens. So these are basically evolved beavers. They're like sort of they are sort of um aren't they they still run around on two four legs when they need to, but they are they have got they are intelligent now. They can build things. But they don't they have are. to wash their hands so much. Oh, you have boy, you can put them showers in for them. But but if they they can they'd have to they'd have to wash their hands more than if they were in like COVID times. Yeah, but they'd have thought they'd have figured that out. They have probably they've probably got sinks everywhere. It's just, just, just. Well, okay. So, okay, I'll go yeah, with it. I'll yeah. go with it. Go with it. Just go with it. So you have to sort it out. So every so often, a drought will happen. You'll get given a free day, free game day warning, as it were, of when the drought's going to occur. Yeah. And when drought starts, it will last between two and nine days. So okay. you have got to make sure that you have got enough water to um, keep your beavers alive. All the water sources, all the rivers and stuff, will actually dry up. It's got it's got basically it has like water sort of like emitters that's all like send the water, like your water source that flow through then that basically shuts off the water naturally evaporates and dries up so every river and stuff will eventually dry up now anything nearby as water passes through an area it will like um, irrigate all the surrounding area so okay. all your plants and stuff nearby will be fine but obviously when it dries up they start to die off because there's no water for them you can build irrigation systems for them keep them going but also that's east your precious water supply up 
So water is very important in this game and planning for it and build and it's got a lot of stuff in the way to build dams and stuff. Yeah, being beavers, dam building goes with the territory, and you can build dams and stuff to protect them. So I was obviously for the tutorial the first time, and it's all taught me before I had to solve water. I've got all that set up, it was fine. Separate farm. So farming's interesting. There's sort of like, there's several ways to do it. So you've got like natural resources, which is like berries and stuff like that, and they're picked by gatherers. And gatherers will go and pick it all up and take the things down, and they'll go back and replant when they grow. And you basically do this by setting a gatherer flag down on the map and anything within a range, um, what they'll go to. That actually brings me on to a bit of brief size into the, how the district, how the cities work. Is every city has a, a range, like an area of effect it can, you can go in, but you can extend it by building paths. And so building a path out basically has, creates like an area of usable working area in you can go to. But the path isn't as the crow flies, it's the actual length of the path. So a straight line can go... Um, a long distance, you can build a long way in one direction, fine. But if you need to go around, say, like a mountain, that path, because it wiggles its way round, it uses up a lot of space. So Distance-wise, you're not very, you can't build very far, but like as the crow flies, but actual path distance is also the same. So you have to plan about how you route stuff through. You may have to like build shortcuts into how your beavers get there and to about you to build stuff. That does create frustrations where literally you're like just a fraction out of range to build something. So you might need to like rebuild a whole new path just to get there, just to sort of like get in range of it. But overall, it works fairly well. So you build these, so you build obviously these gather flags, they gather and so forth. You also build um, lumber, um, lumberjack flags, and these guys will cut trees and stuff down. What you then need to start doing is if you want to like build more trees and you. Know, Trees will, will somewhat regrow, but they won't grow unless it's actively worked on. Eventually, you'll come down and they won't grow at all. Because if you cut a tree down, its roots ain't going to regrow. So you have to build like a lumberjacks or tower. And they can plant more trees. They can plant bushes and other crops. You have to build farms. Farms will both harvest and plant. So they like combine the two. So you can build um, you can build a couple of farms. And they'll then... Um, do your crops for you one thing i have found with farms is actually one farm the area it can cover it can only have two workers and those workers cannot cope with the area they cover they cannot get it quick enough they can't do it so you end up basically you end up with just half the farm not being done nothing happening to it so basically just put a couple farms next to each other so they both cover the same area and then you can have four workers covering the same area and doing the work and then you get it actually farms putting crops Okay. So I started, you know, uh, building my farms, building thing, made it for my first drought. Really pleased with that. Start building. I was yeah. Um, I then started build some lodges, and lodges is basically two beavers can go. There's it's lots of space for three beavers, but how it works is two will go in, and two will have fun, and then a third beaver appears. Ah. Yeah. You can also the stalk arrives. Yeah. You yes indeed. You'll you can also buy um you can also make like a single lodge that only has space for one beaver to live into, so no hanky panky happens. That's called misery. No, it yeah. isn't actually that's called happiness. Trust me, trust <laughs> me, those single lodges become very important, as I discovered later. Um so I started expanding, all was going well. I made for my first drought. Unlock some new tech. You know, I've set up a, an inventor who basically generates science tech. So all your upper upgrades done by uh, basically generating science points, which they do 
every few seconds and so forth, and then you unlock bear tech. So I put an event down, um, got a few bees in, let the bees breed a bit, got a few more in, started to expand. And I got to the stage, eventually, as you grew through the tech, and there's lots of things you can unlock, you can unlock sort of like tech about, about how you can go places like, like you can unlock like levees, which are basically like solid structures, you can unlock like platforms that you can like build across paths, so you can like go multi tier really easily. You can literally stack up incredibly high because you build like these like platforms and they stack on top of each other so you sure. can build up which is quite neat actually you don't, uh, not so you see a lot of things which knows is this there's actually a lot of verticality which is really nice so i got a stage where i wanted to start i needed metal so metal comes from old human ruins basically the remains of like cities and stuff and there's just old structure remains all from mines uh mines are in, an infinite source of metal as long as you put resources in, you'll get resources out. The ruins themselves get basically harvested. Okay. So, so, I wanted to get some metal. So, I found at the top of the map from where I am, a big area of metal. Downside is there's no water there at all. It is dry. Even when the water's flowing, it is just dirt dry. So, whatever goes there needs my support. Now, how... As I said, Timbor, your city basically has a range. They call these districts, and they have a limited range of how far they go. So you have to build a new district, which is like a self-contained unit, uh, and basically you have to you build it, and then you have to move beavers over to it. You basically it's called migration, and you migrate beavers over to it. And they'll then go live in that district. It's its own self-contained little bit. So I build a district in the metal district. Now, obviously, I need to supply it. So supplying is a bit of a faff, if I'm honest. I think they need to rework the supply system. How you have to do it, you have to build a supply post. And in the receiving place, you have to put a supply drop-off. And then from the supply post, you basically can create routes and say, right, go to this drop-off and take this. And you select which drop-off you want to go to. And you say, well, you tell them what you want to take. So, for example, water, carrots, uh, logs. You... you Logs of water and carrots are like your basic, basic free resources because the carrots grow fucking quick. It's a really good for food. Logs, nearly all beaver tech is based on logs and requires it or it's based on things like planks which is made from logs. So logs on its actual resources. Bar logs is its own bit all by itself because it's so important. And water obviously is very important because the beavers die. So I created Metal District. And Mel District, I basically knew I was going to have to fully supply it. They would not be able to survive by themselves. So I was having to constantly make sure the route set up to supply it. All was going well. I made a few, a few more droughts. All was going well. So I get some metal being brought down. All was going nicely. Yeah. And then we get to cycle 13. So the game is split into days and cycles. And cycles every three weeks. Okay. So I get to cycle, cycle 9. Sorry, cycle 9. At this point, my beers have bred so much, I've suddenly realised I've got... they only just collecting enough water to keep what I've got alive. <laughs> yeah, and I, I thought this was what was going to uh, happen. Yeah, and I only show her food, and I'm thinking, shit. And then the drought starts to come. It's like, shit, build more water hole pumpy things to pump what water we get. And so the drought hits. At this point, I've got about 60, 70 beavers, and the drought hits. And I've got these, and I've got, I'm, I'm just watching the, um, I'm just watching as every beaver's got two an icon above the head saying, I'm hungry and I've got no water. And I also, the water stops, I've got no water supply at all. 
And I was like, shit, I'm fucked. I'm just watching them all down. Now, obviously, the good news is as beavers die, less water is required. So <laughs> it starts about out. Um, Fucking hell, mate. Rock on, Chairman <laughs> Mao. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it gets worse. And then we get, so we end up getting down to about, I, my population goes about 70 to 18. Which is a real population crash. Also, a proper issue because all my like my main resources, basically everything, shuts off. What I didn't think about doing this whole time, once I was trying to rebuild everything again, was one of the people that lost one place that lost all its workers was the distribution center. Oh. Or, so I'm like thinking, okay, well, again, I start getting like sort of water coming in. We're getting start getting pro positive pros. Water's going out, food's going. Oh, good, we're making progress. So we're getting positive. We're getting positive rate now. Rather watching the food like go from like zero, three or four, then back to zero again. It's actually starting to go up now. Let's go check on the mail districts. Go to mail district population mail district. Click on it. Population zero. Population negative five. <laughs> it's like. Oh shit! I forgot about you guys. You guys rely totally on these guys to keep you alive, and so, they all die. <laughs> they all die. And now we're going to need to send you five extra beavers to clean up all the corpses yeah. before we can move other people in. <laughs> well, I said so. I saw slip back down to the main base. It's like my great population. Let's send three or four back to the mail district now. There's another crash in cycle 12 and another crash in cycle 13. So I'm gradually increasing my food supply every time the mail district is dead. Any beaver I send there is guaranteed a death sentence, unfortunately. It's, it's like, unless I, unless I remember to bring them back, they're dead. So every time I send a three or four across, I, I make a point not sending children, but as soon as children grow up, they're fair game. So this starts to sort of be a real problem. Help, mate. <laughs> oh, but it keeps, no, it gets worse. So I think, right, okay, what do I need to do? Right, so food, I'm starting to get on top of. Water's my biggest issue. Uh-huh. So a bit further down from where my main base is, it's like imagine it's like a so it's like a river that's run past my base or through my base at this point because I've got stuff on both sides, and there's like a mountain area where the hills are really tall either side. I thought to myself, hmm, they're really tall. I could dam that if I then, but the other side's all open as well, so I need to build a dam all the way around it. If I did that. I basically get a huge mass of water kept in there and damn stuff water tends to hang around. So that would basically be solve my wall problems. So I open up the next district of currently called the Dam District. So dam stuff, your main sort of things to build dams, you've got levees, which are basically just a solid block. It's basically I should say the game is based the whole sort of terrain is based on like blocks. So it's a vo- okay. voxel based Voxel-based terrain, so it's all blocks, and everything very takes up block spaces. Um, so a levee is just a single solid block. Blocks water, you can build dams with it. You also have dams, which are basically a levee that have got like an open bit, so they allow an overspill. So they're great in rivers and stuff, because basically it means the river's self-regulating. If you put it across the end of the... So I did actually put some across the end of a river, which makes it self-regulating, so as the water got high enough, went over, but then it, when it stopped, it still kept the water in, so I didn't lose it all. Uh, but you can't build very super high. You can also build floodgates, which can be up to three meters tall, um, which is basically like three blocks. And these obviously allow you to drop down. So you build build the dam, put floodgates at one end, let down fill it with water. As I need more water than the rest of the base, I can lower the floodgates a bit, let some water through, raise them up, lower them down, and just gradually lower them slightly short every time to let water through. Obviously, 
dam district is going to take a long time to build this dam. So I send. They've also got lots of food there, which is really handy. So I basically set up like another group gathering. I basically try and make. I try and make dam district as self sufficient as possible. So I've got pumps there. I've got food gatherers there, and, and I've learnt my lesson somewhat now. I've I've paused the shagging buildings, so no more breeding's going on. So I'm controlling the breeding. So I've paused yep. them. So to try and prevent the population, because basically what happened was the population was going really high. Everybody dies of dehydration, apart from a few, and goes to really low. But I've got no workers. But then it goes high again. So I've basically paused the building to stop that happening to try and prevent the population exploding again. So dam just starts to take shape. This still takes this takes a long time. It's a big old dam. I'm very proud of my dam, but it's a big old dam. It took about sort of um uh two real drought periods to get the dam built. But finally we get the dam built. At this point, breeding's going on and so forth, and I've got I'm still having some issues with droughts and water supply. I've also got this issue where now getting homeless beavers because I ain't got enough buildings. Because Mel District is burning through the beavers fairly quickly, I start sending the homeless ones to the Mel District. <laughs> At that point, I realise I built a gulag. Yeah. I thought, shit, yeah. I'm sending all the undesirable homeless beavers to go to Mel District where they'll work a hard, hard life with metal, which beavers don't like particularly, and then they die. I thought, I'm, why is it, whenever I do these game scares, that I start off with such good intentions... I start with such good intentions, but within about a few hours, I turned to Stalin. Yeah, I was going to say, fucking GG, comrade. <laughs> I was like, I'm such a terrible person. This, this really, this is why I should never get into power. Because if, if I got in charge of the country, I would somehow starve half it within a month. Hey, that's fine. We need to, we need to knock back them numbers, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, at the rate the current government's going, I'll probably be like that anyway. But <laughs> yeah. So, Mel District was sort of doing its own thing, and I found the way to do districts is to sort of specialise them. Again, doing one thing specifically. Don't, there's no point making them a replica. So, I've got my main village, Nictopia 6. That's my, my main place, and that's sort of a bit of everything as well. It's basically, but it's also a time where the most, most people live, most beavers live. You've got wood there, you've got industrial. Because obviously, that's the one I saw expanded first. I put my industrial units in, so worth talking about industry as well your power sources come from like three main places you've got or uh, four main places you've got basic you could build a you could build a war wheel which as long as water's flowing it'll give you power but not very much you could build a like um hamster wheel which your beavers will go in and run around in and out generate power um not very much or you can build windmills and windmills give you quite a bit of power but only when the wind's blowing and and they also are they're not an off or on thing they are depending on how fast the wind's going so I'd start building up a industrial area which was producing planks. I was producing paper, which I was then to make into explosives, which I could do some terraforming with, blowing up chunks of land. Um, I could also set up like a a, um, a mill to mill wheat, which can make bread, and all sorts of lovely little things like that. So basically making a little like production on going on. So main village has got a bit of everything. It's got farms, it's got logging, it's got industry, it's got power production, bit of everything. It's got a gulag. No, that's Mel District. Mel District is the gulag. Okay, Mel District basically Mel District has a has a campfire or had at this point a campfire, some buildings to live in, and just a warehouse to put the mail. That was Mel District. Oh, and some places also to store water and so forth. But that was Mel District. There's, there's a place to bury the dead beavers. <laughs> yeah, so that was Mel District. Yeah, Mel District wasn't a happy place. 
and it's quite a long way from the actual mine so it's, they've got quite a long walk to get to their sort of like main place they literally go off like half a mile to get to where the metal collection is and then have to bring it all back it's not a pleasant place to live if i'm honest mail district um so dam district they got built next and that's called dam because it's where the dam is and that actually and that had some natural resources or berries and stuff they go quite quickly so i basically planted those dam district's predominantly berries and obviously the dam is there um they've also got um some some minor power they've well They've now got to the stage where they've got a, a powered pump, which is pumping can pump water in, and that pumps from natural like reservoir bit. And I, I basically have built like an aquifer, a little aquifer um, that takes water to like another holding area. So Dam's got more water now than it was. It's really water heavy, Dam District. So after Dam District, I then was getting an issue where my bee was getting sick. They weren't and they couldn't get healed. They would heal Dead eventually. <laughs> no, next district was. Healing district. So to create what kind of fucking cult are you cooking up here? So Tom? to create medicine, you need dandelions. So healing yes. district, sole purpose, sole thing healing district did was first of all, it was right next to the river, which is like the main river that flows into my dam, but it's quite high up. And I have this healing and district was right next to a metal district. <laughs> no, it's just the opposite <laughs> side of Dale district. But it's right next to the river. So what I did was I had some explode. So I built like a little channel and blew it out and basically filled a section of the area up with water. So it's a good water source there. And I've basically filled it with dandelions and basically set up medical centers and set up transportation loops to transport the medicine back to the main bases. So the healing district was making all my medicine and they make all the medicine for the beavers. So that's what they do. Healing district is a lovely place. It is really nice. It's not got too many people there. It's got quite nice buildings. It builds up nice and high, so you've got a lovely view. You've got massive soil water, and you've got dandelions everywhere. There's no heavy industry there. It's a really nice place, Healing District. I'd live in Healing District. If I, if I, if I could choose where, if I was a beaver and could choose where to live, I'd live in Healing District. It's a hippie commune. Yeah. Downside is there no, there's no where you can breed. So you're there, you do live by yourself, and then eventually oh, mate, you die. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> So he district is doing that sort of job. That works well. Now I've got plenty of medicine. I have redeveloped some heat to forestry. So it's okay. building it's cut it's building trees up. Also, there's like a where the sort of mountain was quite tall nearby, I wanted it a flatted area so I get more space. So I have been basically shipping heat loads of explosives and I've been gradually blowing up this mountain, gradually down to a nice level, nice flat level so I can grow stuff on it. So um. Yeah, yeah. So yep. he, so, so after this, he, I said I worked on Davish and built that aquifer. I also, and this is where I am now. I've cut through the the um, soil from Dam District, and I've cut it all the way up to Mel District, and I've built another little reservoir up there. Mel District now has a source of water. About fucking time. And it's very important, but well, yeah, there is a problem with the source of water. The source water is entirely dependent on me, A, remembering to open up the floodgate, and B, remembering to use the pumps, which on the pump that pumps water into the aquifer, which fills up another reservoir, which then overflows into Meldish's reservoir. And after several times, I've forgotten about this, and I've gone back and found half Meldish flooded because it's overflowing the reservoir. And, it, uh... and flood water takes fucking forever to go away. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. And also, if I'm not careful, if I forget to switch off, if I don't switch off mail, eventually, see, mail district it, it has one advantage. It acts as an overflow for dam districts. Dam districts can't get flooded. 
So, because otherwise, if I don't, if I don't, if I, if, if Meltrum wasn't getting flooded, then it would have fed back to Dandridge, and Dandridge would have got flooded, which would have been more disaster, because that would have killed all the crops. Mel District, you know, there's only soils, so there's nothing we can really do, not a really major problem, apart from uh, several beavers get took out of their homes. Yeah, I was going to say, other than the dead beavers. But, oh, <laughs> oh no, beavers, beavers are all right with water, because they're beavers, they think they swim, they, they, my beavers will walk down the steps, right to the bottom of my dam, about five metres down, to plant explosives, so they're not bothered by the whole thing. They're, they're like, oh shit, mate, look at all that water coming at us. Ah, that's fine, we're beavers. We're beavers, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't mind. In fact, beavers having their fur wet is very important to their happiness. So you have to, you get, of course, you get beavers have a happiness rating. When I, when we were going through the various cycles of droughts and so forth, it's about minus 10, I think. Something like that. that is murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we built, so Maldeshik has now got a water supply. That's great. Um, I have expanded. Uh, I've now got a new district being built, and as progress, as was a process today, called Power District. Power District has got loads of windmills. I've also the power the windmills I had over in Dam District. Um, I have actually connected up through a set of platforms, almost like a power line, because uh, you can basically move power from your windmills via these um, like logs that basically are power right. transfer logs. And that allows you to connect things up, and you've got your usual straight, left, right, uh, sorry, straight, right angle turn. You can do any direction. You've got three way and four ways, whatever you need. And I've basically built like a link between both sets of power networks. So now the whole, all the power is connected up. So my power is, is got, can potentially go up to like 3,000 odd horsepower. Um, I'm curious as to why you haven't been streaming this. So, well, because I, you know, I forget to stream things. Nicktopia's adventures to Tesla Town. Yeah, clean well, energy for all. Yeah, um, I have got to the stage now where, if I have to scroll across the screen, it does lag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay if I'm stopped. Everyone's fine, and if I angle the camera really low so I can see across all of Nicktopia, it everything starts to stutter a little bit. I feel my food too much. I might be getting a little bit too big. But I'm just having so much Are we fun. talking? Is that a RAM issue or a, a processor issue? I don't or? know. I don't. I think she's got so much because I've got like I've now got like 160 odd beavers, and they all have their own wants and needs, and they have their own little routines and so forth. Sure. I've got all, there's lots of things that's having to perform ticks on every every turn, every cycle to like logic has to happen. So it's it's. I think that's just proved upon because I mean water. The water physics are quite are quite neat. I mean the water will. If, like, for example, if you open up a dam, like a floodgate dam, the water will come out, but it will, like, as it goes into, like, a gap, it will, like, sort of create, like, a sort of bow wave ahead of it. So if mm. you, like, shut the dam off, the water will go and actually, it will actually slosh, like, over the thing. So actually, even if it's not enough water for you to do it, because it can slosh over, it can go over and actually either flood somewhere or go through a dam, um, mm-hmm. which means you have to be a bit controlled. You can't, like, just, like, oh, just open all the floodgates up for a couple of seconds to put it up, you'll put a huge amount of water out and that'll just go everywhere and create a mess, a massive mess. So you have to be slightly careful with how much water you send out. Um, it's, it's The water physics are pretty good, actually. They're pretty full, They're good enough for what the game needs. Um, but they are, you have to be, you have to sort of like manage it. That's probably for me at sort of that stage where there are some, a lot of the games you convert, basically once you set it up, it's sort of automated, like you're gathering your food and so forth, but definitely doing the droughts, um, water control, like dams and stuff, is all down to you. You have to really sort of manage it and so forth. So pretty much when a drought heart starts, I'm literally sort of fixed on checking all the different water levels 
because you build like water out so much water's in any area like height wise so you can you, you know roughly how much water went to opening dams up and managing turning dams on and off i push the pumps on and off and just manage i just i spend my time managing the drought and so forth um it is an utterly fun game i didn't thought i was going to get into it as much as i did i thought i saw profile that looks interesting i thought i'd probably get first and i've put in nearly 32 hours on it so what made you pick it up like what i had a couple of things um a friend had told me about it ages ago and he says, oh, it's quite good fun and so forth. And I was like, I saw I didn't realise it was that old. Uh, came out a couple of years ago, I think. Really? Yeah, it's, it's still an early access. Oh, okay. Um, but it's it's fair, it's fair for, it's access, but what's in there is quite polished. Nothing okay. jumps out as, nothing jumps out as, oh, they clearly do some more work on this. Um, there is, it feels quite, so they, it looks like one of the people who they're adding stuff to it, but what comes out is good when it comes out. Um, they've just recently added um, golems into it, so you can now build golems who will actually do work, but don't require any resources apart from recharging. Right. Um, so I haven't, I haven't done anything the golems yet. Um, of course, my saw so my next stage of building is going to become I'm going to start producing biofuel. So you can produce biofuel from like potatoes and stuff. So I'm set up actually building up this district. So eventually, it'll be producing biofuel which i'm then hoping because i can then use to run when the lulls and power like the wind turbines the wind drops there's no power in the system these will be able to you be used as an alternative power source is what i'm hoping eventually to do mm-hmm. um but it's it's, it's a fair as it's fair, it's fairly posh what it is it's still an early access. you've got the old early access especially when you load it up um but it's just it's so fun this there's, there's a it's it's enough complication that it's fun, but not so much your brain overloads. You just don't. I just don't know what to do. I get that. Yeah, um, I found that the city skylines have got to points where like I don't know how to fix this, or I could, or I, I, I was like, oh, I'm not. I've not. I've either not had enough side or too much side to be able to fix this. <laughs> yeah, you've not quite found the side. So, no, I've not found the side so for it. Um, but this one's this sort of like just the right level for that and so forth. I would like things to be... Uh, well, one thing I really would like in, and this is such a simple request, is I want a stair that goes right at a right angle. So at the moment, you've got stairs that only go straight. So All right. it makes it hard. We need to like build like multi-stories. You need to have quite a bit of space. You need to have like one space in, at the bottom of the stair, then the stair, then a space at the top. Then you've also got a space to get off that platform. Then another space to get another, to another stair. I want a stair yeah. that just does a nine-degree turn. So I can either left or right, so I can go upstairs. So I can they can go up and yeah. turn to the right, just, just a bit, bit more compact. What I really would like though is some stats. Like you've got some basic stats, but I want stuff like okay, this is your main village is got this many beavers in, it's consuming this much water, this much food. Because I actually have no idea how much food I need per day to feed my beavers. So it's basically just a bit of guesswork. Um, working out how much to put down and like oh that looks about right oh shit it, it wasn't about right and now they're all dying again because you all occasionally caught out like, like that so down district which seemed to be running fine all of a sudden i go and all the beavers are starving to death i was like well how did that happen and i've had to sit and now shit i know to like redirect all like um main villages now to be redirecting stuff back to down district to um fill up um, and give them more food and stuff, which is quite a slow process. That's I think the thing. The stuff, the way I'm moving stuff between districts is very, very slow. It's very awkward, 
it's a quite a faff to do. Um, I almost want it to rather than having to like click on the distribution center, click on where it's got to go. I want it to this much. I almost want to have a screen that's like, okay, like you can with migrating beavers from place to place. Okay, I want to send this much, these many resources to that place. Um, I want it on a continuous loop, or I want to send this many, and so forth. And the game just works. Out. The game can say, okay, you've got two distribution centers, so you can have ten routes. Tell me where you want to go. Um, tell me what you want to send. I'll figure it out for you. I'll do that for you. You don't have to sit there and micromanage everything because that is such a faff to do. Um, yeah, sure. I also want to be option to say I want to send like a single. I, I want. To, I want to say okay. I want you to send a single supply there. I want you to send. I just need. I, we've got a project. We need fifty cogs. Take fifty cogs there, and then that's it. You're done. Or fifty gears. Sorry, they're not cogs. They're gears. The gears there, and you're done. That's all I want you to do. I want that more thing. Um, I mean, also, I've got to be a little bit fair. It's still an early access. I've got, I can't be too unfair to it. Um, I'm still adding stuff on. Yeah. It, so uh, the things that you're, the things you want, might actually be in the pipeline. Yes, yes. I, I would like oh, things like perhaps be nice if you could perhaps build carts and stuff, so that your beavers can take carts with them there and so forth, and so can transport more stuff with them because they do get a bonus speed thing. May I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually you'll have things like where you're able to perhaps build like. Um, trains or something to move from place to place to place it is, it is honestly it's, it's it's that sort of game where it's like oh i'm just gonna I'm, i i can't wait to finish doing this so i can go play with my beavers or i can't wait to get home and load up the game and play with more of the beavers or oh it's, it's, only, it's only like half past eight i can get a couple hours with my beavers in before i go to bed and then what are the system requirements on it then uh let me have a look not horrendous store page It is, he said. Oh, it's currently a stream on it at the moment from bought for the developers. Okay, uh, Windows recommended. Um, four core, two point nine gigahertz of better, sixteen gigs of RAM, GeForce RTX twenty seventy or Radeon RX five seven hundred or above. It's not mm. horrendous. Okay. Not horrendous, um, but it's it's fun. How oh, much is it? How much does it cost right uh, now? It, well, I think it's come off sale. No, it was on sale. Oh no, it's still on sale. It's fifteen fifty nine. It's got trade percent off at the moment. Sale ends in forty three hours for anybody who's watching at the moment. Um, and it was released. Oh no, it was released last year. Her life September twenty one. So it's about a year old. Or just over a year old. As it's just so out- I was thinking, I didn't, I don't, I'd never seen it before. So I just, it, I was just like, oh, this must be one of the new releases. That must be like a we're now out sale kind of thing. And no, it's um, I say it's a bit. I've, 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 it's one of those games that I've heard quite. I've, I've heard a couple of talk to me about it, and I've heard on those channels what they've talked about it. So it's probably made it seem like it's been around longer than it has. Sure, but yeah, it's um. It's, oh, it's 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 really cool. It's got um, it's oh, it's such fun. I say, I imagine almost immediately after I finish this um podcast, I'll probably reload it up again. I did feel That's, I was gonna, uh... I, I, I did feel I was going to crash my PC earlier because I um, before I came on here, I'd like load off. I wanted to do some terraforming, so I'd laid off a whole area of loads of TNT, and when you lay TNT down. 
Um, basically, when one goes off, if there's, any, if there's any adjacent to it, it sets that off as well. And so it's okay if like, you've just got a couple of sofas, but I quite like a whole layer of a mountain covered in, and I set it all off, and it just like started to grind to a halt as I had to do the logic of, oh, right, I need to set this one up, that one up, this one up, this one up, it's all gradually worked its way down. Um, I mean, it's, 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 I've made it chug, I've not made it crash. But I was a little bit worried about doing that. Like, well, I've just checked, and it says that it is playable on Steam Deck. Oh, there you go. So if you really wanted to, you could get yourself a cheap little Steam Deck and lay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how well it works on Steam Deck, because it does require a lot of mouse clicking. So I'm not sure how well that would work on Steam Deck, but it might be all right. I'm not having tried to use a Steam Deck. I can't comment on how well, like, strategy games would work on... Um, well, if I Steam pick it up... If I pick it up, I'll give it a go. But, I mean, I played City Skylines on a Steam machine with a Steam pad, and that was all right. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, I've never, I've not used so I won't know how it worked, but, no, it is, it's, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm slightly obsessed with it. It's just, like, it's got a little bit of, like, oh, I'm just going to do this little project. And you get, if you do, give yourself a little project to do, I'm going to build a dam. I'm going to build this area here, I'm going to build this area here. So, I'm at a stage now where I'm sort of, like, I'm sort of, uh, there's a, there's two, like, factions of beavers, so I can't remember the name of the faction I've got, but mine is all like sort of what I call sort of more nature happy beavers. There's this one that's right. a bit more industrial. Um, they have and they have they have there's a and interestingly that I think they're good. You have to get an average beaver happiness of fifteen to unlock them, which I'm nearly there. I'm not quite got enough to unlock them yet. But for what I see, they play completely differently because the amount of buildings in this which I've got, which say unique to this faction, unique to this faction, unique to this faction makes me think that those ones can play completely different. So I'm sure. hoping that once I get a lot, then I'll start another map um, with that group and just see how they play differently. But, yeah, it's, it is... Honestly, I, I mean... Uh, what's the, uh, there has to be a game-over requirement, right? Or is just, you know, as long as you've got a I, living beaver... I would assume as long as you've got... Yeah, I would assume that's basically... If all your beavers die, then it's game over, I would assume. Sure. And just, you can just go on and on and on forever and ever, like City yeah. Skylines yeah. or whatever. Yeah. As long as you've... yeah. I'm okay. now on cycle 39. And roughly speaking, um, uh, I worked... So if you think of it, that's roughly like sort of four years in real uh, sort of like time. The beavers, um, they they grow up, they born, they grow up, they die. Um they grow. They seem to age by one day every every day. They seem then they're measured in days. Um, and I think okay. they get about. I think the oldest I've the oldest beaver I've seen is about fifty nine. So they seem to last about two days, which means I've had hundreds of generations. I've probably had dozens and dozens of generations of beavers live through Nictopia six. I've had quite. A it's few very years. rare that people live through Nictopia at all. Yeah. <laughs> they have died a very happy life. Had a happy life, you know. If less in the Nile district. They've had a happy life, and they've gone through. I did. I did feel guilty. I went to the mountains. I sent some beavers out. I went and clicked on them. It was only seven days old. It's like, oh fuck. It's like May. You've got a short May. Yeah, what like, are you doing? He's classed as an adult at that point, according to the game. So I don't know. You know, he's 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 sacrificing himself for the greater good. You know, the greater, the greater good, good. <laughs> the greater good of beavers. So uh, it's, interesting, yeah. So I've still got more projects in the pipeline. So I want to build a um, uh, 
biofuel errors like a cycle providing biofuel which means i need to grow potatoes so i'm gonna have like a heart i'm trying to make sure that data status is that i'm planning um i'm going to be i've got my heat of like i'm leveling up a mountain in the heat district to give me more space to work on um i'm gonna do i'm i'm gonna grow some uh uh some other sort of trees on there so I'll increase my lump production over there because that's really what i need now um, and then obviously my next sort of product, and I only start looking at going to war. I might set mail district up with um, producing golems, because I imagine golems are going to need a lot of mail. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, so inter- interesting. Um, so in the game at the moment, well, until the golem update, you had dynamite, which is you could destroy terrain. The golems that you can now place terrain. Um, so you can actually um, build, put blocks in place. That is something they've only just added. Okay. So I'm gonna build that. Oh, I need to build. I'm also gonna. I need to build new. I'm also gonna build another river in. So I'm gonna. So basically, the 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 saw the water comes through like up from top of the mountain, down the mountain to like a, a valley, which is where the dam is, and then goes into my little river, and then goes all out to like this big open lake, and then out and then out the map. And, I, and once it goes out the map, it's all gone basically. I'm now putting a dam across that lake. So I can then redirect the water down into um, into um, power district, which I also send towards Mel district. So I'm hoping to get that sort of top area greened up, basically. And mm-hmm. Mel district will actually have some Mel district has some green life for that, more green life than it has at the moment. They've been they've lasted for years with no greenery, and they've got some. They've already got a little bit from around their reservoir, and they're going to get a bit more. Beautiful. Um, I'm also going to try and build a overspill off. Mail District's little reservoir where coming in floods, I'm going to try and build like an overspill channel that goes off the map and then I can set that up. So basically, that can't flood anymore because it'll just run off the map, which means I can leave the pump running and not have to worry about it. It becomes self regulated at that point because it just floods itself off into the distance and I don't have to worry about Beautiful. it anymore. I'll You'll float... just flood those beavers that are over there. Well, that, you can't if see. they're off the map, I don't worry about them anymore. <laughs> Sod you guys. Yeah. So that's again Stalin, you know. And then they pull a Gandhi on your ass and nuke you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no even beaver nuking, unfortunately, unfortunately, in this game. So, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I 100%. If you like sort of like city strategy games, you're building all like sort of idea building sort of colonies up. Yeah, grab Timberborn. It's on off at the moment. Um, in full price, only twenty quid. I think I might have to buy it for the wife. Because she loves that kind of game. She would, I yeah, I think Inky would really love this game. I think I could see a game. She, she plays like, you remember when she played Kingdoms and Castles on the first round those 24 hours? Yes. If she likes that, she's she'll like this. She's still playing it. She'll like this then. She'll love it. She'll enjoy Timberborn then. Very oh, similar. I, 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 I forgot. Now you say Kingdoms Castle, yes, that's a very good reference point for Timberborn. Also so. a beautiful game. Uh, yeah, have you had a look at it? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been flicking through. I was looking at it on the uh, on the Steam Deck just to see. Yeah, you it can... looks pretty neat. It looks pretty fun. It looks. It's. it's I say it's. Yeah, it's. It's. It's very pretty. I mean, it's. 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 And when you see like your city sort of building up, I mean, I think. I mean, there's a bit. Have you seen the bit with the water comes through the um, wet and dry and how everything mm. greens up? No, I, I. So I haven't watched the video because I didn't want to. Oh, wanna... it's on the Steam page. It's not. It's, oh, you, okay, you know, yeah. they, they, they have their little gifts. It's like the second one down. They're little, little rectangular gifts. Let's Ace. have a look. And you'll see the water come through and it just browns everything up. 
similar to games you've played, Valheim and City Skylines, you can shove that firmly yeah, in. Yeah, Valheim I disagree with. City Skylines, it's similar, but, but smaller scale. I mean, it does look... It looks very pretty for what it is. It is really pretty. It is really, really pretty. And so you've got golems now. Wow, the way some of these screenshots have organised their stuff, that's... Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's got... It's the verticality. I like the fact you can, you can build things really, really high. Oh, I forgot about the gravity. Actually, you can... Um, you can One of the things you can get in your... Um, for your power. Obviously, you've got wind power. Um, you can get gravity batteries. So it's usually just a massive weight that it wrenches up. But how, depending on how far it can fall down is how much power it can store. So you can have... So I've got... Um, I've built a load of gravity batteries on the edge of a cliff. So they'll be able to store huge amounts of power. And then once they're tied to the network, they'll just charge themselves up when the, with the excess power. Then the wind dies, they can just keep the whole network going for ages. That's neat. It is, it is really neat game. It's... it's I'm I, I intrigued to know what it was like when it first came out and how much this stuff has been added to it. But it's really, really good now. Um, if anyone buy, if anyone does buy it, my, so my top tip if you're going to buy this game is expand very cautiously. Very cautiously at first. Um, and how much food and water you've got, you haven't got enough. Sure. The, honestly, just more, 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 more. Um... They're be my top tips for anyone who buys this game. But yeah. But yeah, Timberborn, really good game. Cool. Definitely game of the oh, year potential. At first, I... Really? You've yeah. enjoyed it that... Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I can't even remember what games we have played this year. Oh, after, oh, don't worry. You'll get. Don't worry. You'll get the list before we start. Before we get to the, that point of the game, which won't cool, be. Oh, thank God, because I was going to say, I, I, I genuinely, I have no idea, and nothing really springs to mind. So it's to, interesting to, that you've got to pick out like another because early access tends to win us over quite a lot. Mm. Yes, it's it's funny actually because I think every year we get to the state, we get to the world's game of the year, and what normally happens is this is all pulling back the curtain a little bit. I go through all our podcasts, and make a list, and send to us because like I go, I don't remember, did I play that this year? I oh, I did play that this year. Wow, I thought it was last year. And I usually send it after me and Scaz, so we both have a list. And it's like Scaz comes up and says, "Did I really play that game this year?" Yes, you did, Scaz. Yes, you did. So really, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I didn't here, even remember here, that. Here's the episode you played on. I did talk about it. Oh my god, uh, what did I think about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh, an evening, Annie. Thanks for joining us. Um, lemon, yeah, yeah, lemon. I think is what heading towards. So, <laughs> I well, that's 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 it for me. Anything when you I've want got to nothing, use? Man. All right then. Well, thank you for watching. I've been the Suffolk Cram. Skazers. Uh, you can join us on our next podcast on the eighth October, twenty twenty two, or twenty one thirty plus one GMT. You can check out our game nights this week. Will be on Tuesday, twenty seventh September at twenty thirty GMT plus one. Um, you can see my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Suffolk Cram. And I'll be at twitch.tv forward slash Skazius, S-K-4-Z-Z-I-0-U-S. Um, so we look forward to it. So you can check out our website, where there's at Code UK. Um, obviously, you've got us on YouTube and got us on Twitch. So we look forward to seeing you in a future episode. Cool. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Bye.